Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Listeners, and welcome to the five year plan podcast. Hey. Pod 156. Ooh. Sponsored. Ooh. Sponsored. You, it was last week. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. You were on it. Oh, was it? It was you and me. It was the, the two hander. Oh, I've blocked that one out. <laughs> anyway, we are sponsored by JCIS, the research global. Damn it. JCIS, the research. We are sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com and Vector Printing for your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. That's Vector with a K for clock. Good. K for clock. K for clock. Seamless, very seamless because Palace won. JD needs to start drinking again. You're... What? You're just... just, It's not working for you, is it? I'm a bit Uh, worried. You've been so smooth and seamless in the past. Have I, though? Mm, no. A week off <laughs> Come on, don't lie on the pod. Um, Palace won at Liverpool again. Everybody knows who they're listening to today. Well, I assume so. Yeah, oh, Kevin, okay, Kevin Day, James Endicott, Hello. Andy Street. Hello. Actually, oh. James and James and Andy back on the pod after oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. weeks off. Yeah, yeah. Back. yeah. Um, well, we've been recuperating and basically, uh, I, I was uh, James's help friend in the Priory. It was fun. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's gloss over that. Um, Palace is in there recovering for being northern. <laughs> yeah. Can you ever recover they from can that? Cure northern. I don't know. Can you? Very good. I don't like think shock therapy. I don't think they can cure that at all. Um, Palace won at Liverpool. It's becoming a habit. Yes. Isn't it, Kevin? Um, but was it deserved? Is my question to you guys. Well, you and Andy were at the game. You, you, you seem to indicate by your early reaction to my. Uh, text that it wasn't, but everyone else, the people who know about football, seem to. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was, it so. was deserved. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it's hard to judge on the match of day two highlights, but certainly, I, I thought so. And the, the indication of the people who saw the game that it was that it was a deserved. It was a really good away performance. Pardew, uh again, yeah, we, he, he loves doing this afterwards. We, we don't know whether he did do it before, but afterwards he claims that he. Decided to go for them early on because <laughs> they would be tired, but, um, well, we did, which he yeah. did. He, I think I think the first fifteen minutes we had sixty three percent possession, mm. and most of the action was in their half. So I'm I'm really. We talked last week, I think, about Jurgen Klopp's praises, the intensity, and the passion of English football, and that this would be the first time he saw it properly, and it was. I think, and I think he was a bit stunned afterwards. We went yeah. we went for them for the most part, as Pardew said, scoring a goal probably wasn't. 
the best thing we could do was we sat back a bit. I think as well, I thoroughly deserved it. To be it. honest, I don't care if it's deserved or not. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a victory. Obviously, it is a victory. And but, a yes, victory. I, but I think it was deserved. Yeah, no, I, he picked a really attacking team and he went for them, and, and I think it was thoroughly deserved, yes. I thought it was a bit of a, a smash and grab in some ways, but. Well, you're right. Well, you were there. Well, yeah, I know. We were listening to Talk Sport on, on the radio on the way home, and uh, they had a couple of guys on. I think it was. Uh, Dominic Fifield, who's obviously a Palace fan himself, yes. but yeah. there, there was a, another journalist, I think, from the uh, Daily Mirror on. They both well, well, Palace edged the game, and I personally thought it was a bit of a smashing grab. But we started the game really well. Um, up until we scored, I, I thought we were easily the better team. Then we sort of eased off them until, really, until Connor Wicken came on. Frankly, I mean, the ball was coming back a bit quickly. Um, we were a bit sloppy in possession. They were getting in behind quite easily when they and. It was just that them being a little bit wasteful in the final third that meant they didn't capitalise. But I suppose in some ways that's become sort of the mould of some of the great Palace away performances over the last couple of years. You know, you soak up the pressure, you hope that when they get into the sort of really attacking positions, the opposition won't hurt you. And they didn't yesterday. Well, we've said on the pod previously, I think we said it last week, Kevin, that... Um this Palace team is set up to play away from home and with Liverpool's gegenpressing pressing and their high pressing it might actually play into our hands and it, it did the wingers mm. Wilf and Yala had better games than they have done in recent weeks it actually almost sort of went perfectly for the way that we play doesn't it? I was very surprised about Klopp's the, the way he, he sort of set his team up knowing that that's what we do mm. knowing that we've got these players who can go on the break you've got that speed with Balassi and Wilf but yet they didn't seem to Try and counter that at all. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I know they. One of the great things they said on Match of the Day too, which we've said on here as well, you get someone like Balassi and Zahar, and they don't know what they're going to do themselves. Yeah. So I don't know how any opposition is going to do. So it is going to be hard to defend against. But I was surprised that there wasn't more a defense, more defensive sort of actions from the Liverpool team. Well, I'm surprised. It's funny for all. I mean, Liverpool fans. Some of whom are idiots, mainly the ones who have been blaming Stephen Gerrard for being there. But <laughs> they're all aware that it's it's a work in progress for Liverpool. And you saw, I thought, just from the highlights, a lot of Brendan Rodgers' traits because their first goal came from them trying to play out of out of the back, out of the fence twice. Basically, they lost the ball yeah. in the middle of their own half by trying to pass it about, and then again, Chan was trying to do it in his own box, trying to, trying to find Lucas and ridiculous. And the you know, that was a real predator's instinct there, despite the idiot who was on the pod last week saying he probably should be rested. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, I'm just going with the process but, of elimination. It's the older, more handsome one. Um, <laughs> oh, JD, well. But also, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think two things about soaking up the pressure is, first of all, I think Pardew probably would have told the players that Liverpool are having 20, 25 shots a game and scoring one or two goals at most. So they're just not brilliant in front of the goal. And also, it wasn't so much soaking up pressure, it was just really good defence. And everyone's picked up on the fact that Dan mm. and Delaney were just, you know, pick a word, you know, immense, superb, all the sorts of words that are being used, which is really good to hear. So, um, Kelly had a good game. So it wasn't, it wasn't so much backs to the wall, it was just like decent defence and knowing when to break and when to, and when to, when not to, basically. And when, when we do break, we've got all that pace up front. And like you say, and everyone said that when Wickham came on, he had a, another a dimension, strength, mm. physical pace, sort of Benteke type presence. We, we, had, I mean, we, really we didn't see much of that on the highlights at all, with no. Wickham at all. No. And I, I was listening to the commentary on BBC London, and they were talking about Wickham, and obviously you two were there. 
Did he make that much of a difference? I think he made a huge difference actually. It, 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 almost immediately, the ball stopped coming back quite so quickly. There were a couple of times where he would just receive it, look around him. He, he actually beat a couple of men, um, was trying to lay people in. It, it seemed that straight away we were uh, sort of playing the game 40 yards further up the pitch, which is what ends up happening when you've got someone who's a genuine, not necessarily a target man in the sort of 1990s mould, but, <laughs> but someone who's able to play as that sort of mobile, uh, you know, strong lone front man which is but there was know, also exactly a few times where the, we, we had pressure balling up to him and he just took a couple of very clever fouls from, from oh, the okay. centre back yeah. back to him Finn went down referee a free kick and it yeah. just relaxes yeah. and Balassi yeah. Balassi doesn't do that Balassi isn't an experienced forward doesn't know how to do that same yeah, thing course. Murray used to do when he played yeah, of course, up yeah. front and I think that was the, the thing that made the biggest difference actually towards the end of the match and I, I think we probably would have lost had he not made that change because I think eventually someone makes a mistake somewhere and they, they were exerting so much pressure before that substitution was made. Even with Wilf playing probably out of his skin, and pla- Wilf was really excellent yesterday. I thought I thought he was easily our man of the match. But aside from him, you know, there were a few people who were until Wickham came on looking a little bit under par. I thought um, so. It just gave us that that extra dimension. And um, yeah, he showed sort of the the announce that you would be wanting from your lone striker. Which, to be honest, despite him being in, immensely. Sort of dangerous as a player Benteke didn't really for the most part yesterday it was probably testament to how well Dan and Delaney played that in about I think the 86th minute the ball comes in high to him and rather than actually just going for it and trying to sort of knock it onto one of his fellow players just committed the most ridiculously stupid push and foul on I think Dan I can't quite remember but um, just showed the man who'd been quite frustrated by mm. a really good performance from two centre-backs so um Kind of gone away from the question there in terms no, of Wickham. That was fine. Um, I, well, got... Benteke is still kind of part of the role style as well. A little, it doesn't fit in with the role style. That's the thing. He's an odd one for. The, I mean, remember when Rogers start with Joy and he got rid of Carroll because he said that's just it's the opposite of the football we want to play. Yeah. And then he brings Benteke in in a mm. desperate sort of last throw of the dice, but they're not set up for Benteke. We're we're the sort of team that are set up to have Benteke yeah, exactly, in yeah. the middle. Yeah. And hopefully Wickham can do a similar sort of job. And it gives us another option, and it's really good to have that. That because you know, for all that match of the day two were praising our our mobility up front and the rotation up front, that was the first goal in open play we've scored for yeah. since August, <laughs> and it was also kind of presented to us mm. on, on a plate. Play. So yeah. Yeah, I don't think Wickham's going to score many goals, but I think he will bring players into the into. Well, which we said before, we need those we players to do that. Three kicks in and around the box, which is yeah. Well, that's got Dan's second header from yeah. Corner, I think, yeah, this season. Yeah. Um, I, I've not seen the replays of it yet. It looked to me like Mignolo had messed up a little bit on the first well, head. You know, interestingly, the first time I saw it, I thought other referees would have given that as a free kick against Dan. Cause oh, really? It, it does look. Mm. I mean, he's just he's just basically he's just strong, but he does kind of he's got his hand on the defender, but the defender's sort of crouching already. But yeah, Mignolo just par- just parries it. He did what McCarthy did in a couple of games. Just parries it. Not mm. only does he parry it, he parries it down and, and, and onto the. Onto the and it bounces up bounces perfectly. absolutely yeah. perfectly yeah. from turning back in. but you can see but it's a great finisher because Dan he's got a little bit of time and he looks and he turns his head and he places it so right. Right. Yeah. well speaking of goalkeepers um, Wayne Hennessy uh, pulled off a fantastic save before half time sort of mm-hmm. diving to his, to his yeah. right um, but had a decent game we were sort of it feels like last couple of weeks we've just kind of settled now with Hennessy and goal we are for the whole McCarthy I would still like to thing. see him 
tried to take a little bit of pressure off his defence by coming to claim the odd corner or two. I, I can't recall him really, you know, commanding the six-yard box that much from some of those set pieces. And I know it's difficult because you don't want to end up doing the stupid thing where you know the, the striker nips in, and just dinks it past you, and you end up looking like a fool. But I think that would be my only minor criticism. But I thought yesterday was far, you know, far better than I thought he has been. Uh, sort of to date before that and yeah fantastic save from that well, header to, to be fair was it a header? yeah I think yeah, so it was a header yeah there's a shot from Lucas as well that he saved I know from Coutinho yeah. <laughs> he tipped over the bar to be fair to him Julian never really dominated the box no, no no that's and you, you I think you need to find out whether that's his he may well be instructed not to come for he might you know he may be told to leave it to the centre backs you don't know but mm. I don't think there's any discussion. I think Hennessy's our number one goalkeeper and Julian's. Yeah, I'm really definitely delighted that Julian's on the bench because as I predicted several times on this pod, he wouldn't be. If you put my highlights together at the end of the season. But yeah, Hennessy's our number one goalkeeper. I don't think there's any... He's, he's a good, solid, competent Premier League goalkeeper. And so. he'll get better. He'll just yeah. get better. The, the, you know, obviously yeah. he'll get better. Have you, I mean, we was on the car journey home, we were talk, talk, talking about this. Have you ever known Palace to have such a hex over one team? I did. Um, so, so strongly over a couple of years. It's been crazy. I did an interview for Liverpool TV on Friday, and they were going on. The whole start of the interview was um, it's on Skype. I don't like Skype. It puts a couple of pounds on them. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. puts a couple of pounds on. But um, they were talking about us being their bogey team. I was like, well, it's only, we, we beat you twice last season. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And and one the three three the three three feels like three, a win it yeah but it's, like it's, it. but they were really but that's was, about it but I was but yeah but I was really but I said I'm really pleased that you're talking about this mm. because hopefully the cl- the players will be as well mm. and the thing is with those those bogey team things that it gets once it gets into a team's head that's why it continues mm. yeah mm. They, they puts that little bit of doubt and uncertainty and then you beat them again and then so next time we've got a ten percent advantage yeah. and then they become desperate to end it and it it. It's amazing how it's become a thing, Palace Liverpool. It's not. We just did the double over them and beat them and stopped them winning the championship. Winning the title, yeah, but then but before that, we did we did beat them when we were in the Premier League in two thousand five when AJ scored. Then we beat them in the FA Cup a couple of years later. Yeah, maybe it's. Then we beat them in the league. I do remember them. I do remember them being a six 0 at home one time. Yeah, the yeah. first I remember that game yeah. of the season. I do remember that. I remember that. them beating us five 0 at Anfield for the last <laughs> time I, was, I went I to Anfield. Yeah, I was there for that one in the semi final. Yeah. <laughs> I think pretty much they got the upper hand in terms of. But it's, it's nice, isn't it? It's nice for part. And, and actually, like you were saying, if, if there is a, a quote-unquote hex, yes, the team, uh, the players of the team that it's against will be, will be thinking that, but the players of the team it's for, for Palace, Absolutely, will be yeah. going into games thinking, of well, course. maybe we've got and, and, already the upper hand. Yeah. And Klopp was obviously aware of it, despite his... He was slightly misquoted as saying, yeah. Palace mean nothing to him. He didn't say that, he meant the, the previous results. But mm-hmm. he was obviously aware of it, and he's obviously spoke to his players about it, because he got quite cross about it at the, at the press conference. He uh, knows who Crystal Palace are now, though, he? Does, he? He, he certainly does. knows who they are now. Yeah, he, I thought he was slightly ungracious uh, after the game of his comments. What did he say? Well, he looked... <clears throat> it was the first time he looked... Well, it was the first time he's lost, but it was the first time he looked cross. Mm. And he said there was no reason for us to lose that game. It was unnecessary... Um, you know, we lost because they, they scored two goals but basically saying we're a better team than them we shouldn't be losing at home to, to teams like that but also saying you know stop making excuses we weren't tired um, and but made the fatal mistake I think of criticising Liverpool fans which yeah, luckily they're a, a forgiving thick skinned bunch of people 
who won't, you know, will have forgotten it already. And I imagine well, surely will have done. Yeah. yeah. But he tried to backtrack by saying I didn't. I wasn't because he said I felt all, all on my own in the stadium. But mm. I think his point was. We so did I. It was pretty quiet. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that's, it? What was that's what everyone said. But yeah. he said his point was he said we still had ten minutes to go and no one believed we could score. Mm. And he tried to backtrack and say I'm not blaming the fans for leaving. I'm blaming us for. He, he did actually say, he did say that they, he reckons that they could have, he goes, we had 10 minutes to play and in 10 minutes we could score eight goals in yeah. 10 minutes. He said eight goals, didn't he? Yeah. It's ridiculous. That would have been quite some turnaround. That would have been some turnaround. Mm. I mean, it was just exaggerated, but it was quite funny. They, they, they after, well, I mean, you'd probably expect them to do so, but after we scored as well, they just started resorting to ridiculously speculative long shots, didn't they? I think Klein, Klein had, had one. For yeah, Klein yeah. had one. I think Coutinho was looking to shoot more or less every time he got the ball, which he is anyway, because he's that sort of player. But they, they didn't, Carry on doing what they were doing beforehand, where they were, you know, managing well, no, to we get made inside the fullback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think we're good at doing that. Exactly. We know it's perfect for <laughs> and that's one of our strengths. The moment we make it difficult yeah. for yeah. the opposing team. I yeah. think Klopp was a little bit shell shocked because, you know, I imagine he probably wasn't used in the last couple of years at Dortmund to smaller teams mm. coming to the, their place mm. and, and having to go. And I think he's just starting to learn what the Premier League's about, basically. But we are not. Arju himself said, if if you know anybody from La Liga or. Uh, Serie A watching that and he would just be gobsmacked by the, the pace and the power and the, the, but, but, the intensity but, and also for, it's passion 90 well. minutes it's 90 yeah. minutes it's, yeah. but we are no longer a smaller team I don't no. think we are I think we've no. now earned the right to be we're a top 10 team we're 12 games in the season we're 8th we deserve to be there Absolutely. we've taken points off Chelsea off Liverpool so, who off Man United <laughs> yeah well, fair point <laughs> well, we're not, I don't think we're a quite, quite smaller team anymore but we're still if you're the manager of Man United, Man City, or Liverpool, you should still be expecting to beat Palace up. I think your fans your would be ground. expecting you're, that. Yeah, of course yeah. they would, as, as we would expect to beat Sunderland and Newcastle. Yeah, that's true. That's and that's true. part of the problem. The expectation is, is, is part of the problem. But, but what's really good about the result yesterday is, uh, yeah, on, on paper, losing to West Ham and Leicester is disappointing. It's like you say, it's just, we wouldn't have predicted at the start of the season that they would be top six teams mm, when we played yeah. them and in really good form. But to come back from that with a point against... And whatever, all the people who are talking about Man United being not a good team are just idiots. They're, they're a really good team. They're just playing in a different style of football. Mm. And all that talk about nil-nil draws. They, they drew with Man City and Middlesbrough. Mm. Their last away game was beat Everton 3-0. They took West Brom apart. And it, you know, they, we, yeah. we, that was a really good point against a really good team. And then we beat Liverpool. So bouncing back from those two disappointing results mm. with four points against two really good teams is, is fantastic. And going into two games that we would... Expect to get three points from from those two. Oh, now <laughs> you've really done that. This to the highlights. Should we cut that bit? We'll, yeah. cut, that. we'll cut that bit. Cut that. Um, I think especially no. as we we we'd worried before, didn't we, on the pod that Pardew goes on these these quote unquote runs of defeats and stuff. But actually, we've we've uh, bounced back. Um, I want to give credit to Pardew yesterday as well because it was clearly obvious from sort of half-time onwards that Balassi was struggling against Klein because Klein's got such a turn of pace that if some someone's a winger like. Balassi and just knocks it past him and, and, and runs. Klein will recover. As soon as he swaps over, Balassi and Zaha and Zaha's the sort of guy who is obviously always changing direction, keeping the ball a little bit closer to him than Balassi. Klein looks massively in trouble, and that was clearly Pardew's decision, obviously, because they probably didn't just decide of their own volition to swap wings. So, mm. albeit that he is always deciding that he is a self-professed genius, Alan Pardew, <laughs> in this particular instance, I think it, it did come off. Of course, course it is. Yeah, yeah. some justification. I think there's a little bit. You two were there. Zahar, all the reports talk about Zahar being outstanding and the highlights didn't really reflect albeit they said on match day two that Zaha was outstanding mm. but there's only sort of showed two bits of 
really good skill. So what? How? how Can well I just you before you pronounce that? We had, we had a request from one of our listeners for you to stop saying albeit and say albeit. Well, I won't because it's not pronounced albeit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just passing on information. Well, I'll pass on Someone the information to your listener that if he wants me to pronounce it wrongly, I should. Okay, there you go. I, 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 sh- I shall. I, I shall pronounce. I shall pronounce it ringly if you will. <laughs> Um, sorry, so, so you were there. So how good was he? Because he, he was great. Yeah, he, he 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 used the ball well. I mean, there was one opportunity where I, I thought our fans were particularly harsh on him because he managed to beat three men, got into the box, dithered a little bit, mm. but the, the the run from I think it was uh, Sacco at the time didn't really come across the near post quick enough. There wasn't anyone to find, so he was trying to sort of work a, work an angle for himself to take a shot and ended up eventually being dispossessed. But he was beating men fairly easily. That run he, for the Sacco chance mm. in the second half. Yeah, was yeah, superb. Yeah, he, yeah he, that was amazing. Just, yeah. just that, yeah. yeah, just uh, managed to make far more ground with the ball than just about anyone else. Looked dangerous and looked like he had the beating of both fullbacks, both when he was on the right hand side and when he swapped to the left. Because Pardew picked out his defensive work as well. Um, I, I mean, it was a, a bit better. I mean, they were still murdering us down the flanks for about sort of forty-five minutes in the middle of that game. Um, whether that was because he wasn't tracking well enough, I mean. It, he looked like he was putting in the effort, but I think sometimes he switches off for that sort of half a second, which mm. I don't think is quite instinctive yet. Right, and I don't, right, I don't think, yeah, exactly. Mm. I don't, I don't yeah. think it's a lack of effort. I think it's just not necessarily having that ingrained into sort of the way he plays football quite yet, which I think he does need to do. But it looks like he is, le- he is improving though, doesn't he? It's yeah, I think like so. I think so. Learning it. And as I say, I, th- I thought he was our man of the match, sort of certainly for his work on the ball yesterday. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I, he was certainly doing the work to get back to help his fullback, even though he's not always sort of fully aware of what's going on I do think we, <laughs> I do think we play we are a good team quote unquote team or yeah. unit we do work and certainly defensively you can see that they are so clearly working together as mm. a unit mm. they try to get their shape like you can see the stuff that's drawn into them which you know if things aren't going well going forward in games which happens to us at least we're going to like you said James mm. still be very very hard to beat yeah. I, that is I our think, game plan and just incredibly hard working I had a mouthful of bacon sandwich while you were talking about so hard there but I do I think I think no, he's noticeably bigger in the last few weeks mm. I think he's definitely bulked out a little bit I think they've clearly been working on his physical strength mm. yeah. which was uh, lacking I think and, but it was apparently that physical strength was yeah. apparent that uh, <laughs> run you're talking about yeah. it was that was pure strength that was yeah. that was strength and drive and he's got that and he's getting he's just becoming more he's becoming a Premier League player that's he what is. he's becoming yeah. he's just becoming and he's still only 22, 23 so, yeah. the, the only thing I really liked yesterday was the reaction from the players on the bench when we won at the end mm. was that, that enthusiasm and that passion yeah. is st- is still what you want to see it's not a run of the, a run of the mill no. victory and I think we should acknowledge it even if we're in the Premier League for another 10 seasons winning at Anfield mm. is a brilliant thing to do so, I'd yeah. never seen it ever before so it was a first I'd never seen a score at Anfield I saw, yeah. I saw Marco Gabbiadini score at wow. Anfield wow. Yeah. Wow. Jeff Thomas I think he we won 2-1 we won it was hat day oh, oh ok yeah I, I, I went to see the one that Julian Gray scored yeah. uh, in the cup. Oh uh, yeah, the, yeah, I, yeah. I, I went on. Yeah. I think the the official coaches. Uh, we came out. So you got there at half time. So you? got there at half time, which was great. And then they gave me a free coach ticket for the next game. So that was well, fantastic. That's all right. Thanks, Palace. There was an issue with the coaches yesterday. Apparently, it's all over. Was there? Twitter. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Didn't don't know. I didn't see that. No. So, same difference. But I remember coming out of that FA Cup <laughs> game and uh, a guy going, "Enjoy that, mate. It's the last time it's ever going to happen." So uh, for yesterday. I want, I want that guy to be uh, thinking about it. <laughs> I don't think you'll be listening. But anyway, that's, that's, I think that's a good part to end part one on. In part two, we've got questions from our listeners. So join us in a bit.
<laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey! Pod, Pod 156, sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com and Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with a K. Okay. Good, well, we've got some questions from our listeners then. Uh, and the first one is from Joe Pavlov. Oh, hi, hi, Joe. Joe. Hi. How's a dog? Good. Um, and I don't know what that means. And then her question <laughs> Oh, no. Why do you agree? I don't, I don't know what it means. I don't Google know. Pavlov's dog. I'm famous. assuming it's a reference. Um, it's a famous sociological experiment. Good, okay. And Joe Pavlov. It's like his cat. You know about I know. Yeah, yeah, and Skinner's pigeons. Yeah. No, now you're just putting names and animals together. Jerry um, Francis's pigeons. Skinner's like, pigeons. Oh, Skinner's pigeons. <laughs> no, although Jerry Francis is a famous pigeon. Yeah, he fancy. Fam- there's, there's, there's a famous picture yeah. of him in an England cap yeah. that you obviously get for playing for England. Holding a pigeon. Holding a pigeon. Yeah, which is great, yeah. So what's Skinner's pigeon? That was another sociological experiment. It was about getting them to pick where the food was going to be when you rang a bell. What, what was the outcome? They found out where the food was <laughs> going to be when you rang a bell. Isn't <laughs> it? Really it's, it's sociology. There's no point to it. It's not a proper science. <laughs> oh, wow. okay. that's opened a can of worms. But Jerry Fratt, there was uh, I once... another sociological experiment. <laughs> so, Cans of worms. <laughs> 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 Somebody once sent me an article that Jerry Francis had written in Pigeon Fancy's Monthly, whatever it is. You should know this. <laughs> Why? Because I'm from the North. I think you're saying Pigeon Speak there. Pigeon Fancy's incorporating Whippet and Flat Cap. Oh, yeah, very good. But um, in Pigeon Fancy's magazine, there was a, a whole page of Reader's Pigeons. Oh my just God. Read us pigeons. pigeons and uh, spot the pigeon competition where there was just a picture of some sky and you had to put a little extra on the pigeon was. It was the most northern thing I've ever seen in my life. Right. Apart that, from you, James. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, so question. Joe, Joe's question is, Joe's question is um, why doesn't why doesn't Pardew ever play Kabai for the full ninety minutes? He's screwing up my fantasy team. Ooh, why doesn't ooh. he do that? It, Maybe really, it's to screw up Joe's fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the only reason. Best. Next question. That's how good he is. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I, we've mentioned this before. I thought against um, West Ham, Kabai looked like he was treading water at the end of the first half. Mm. To be perfectly honest, it might be that after a year of not playing very regularly for PSG, that he's still not completely fit because the Premier League is so we're constantly told so much more intense and hard work than mm. the, than any other league in Europe. So it might be that he's not fully matched. But I don't. Mm. I don't know. It's an interesting one because Kabai is one of those players that you would think could. Could give you something in the last two minutes. I'd like to see the, the data for it, but I would imagine he probably runs more than anyone else on the pitch. Yeah, like I, yesterday, I, I, he was I'm, all over the place. There were yeah. times where he was dropping back to his centre backs, he yeah, was going out yeah. wide to try and receive the ball, he was yeah. you know, trying to push on. So it may just be the fact that because of the nature of how he plays and where he plays, that he's one of the players who you're going to have to take off. There was also, I, I think, stuff about him having something wrong with his, not badly wrong with his hip, but uh, a possible. I think thing to do with an injury at the moment that okay. he's carrying a little last, bit of a knock. It was the last ten minutes because he took yeah. he took the corner for the goal, didn't he? So he was yeah. on he was on for most of the game yesterday. Yeah, he was on for longer. Oh, than is that an, is that an assist point then? That might be an assist point in the fantasy league. So I'll tell you the reason I don't know that is because I'm an adult. Okay. Oh, Joe's going to be upset now, isn't he? It's a sorry, it's a girl. Albeit one who's aware of. Um, but also there are also games where Kabai like Man United where he just he literally is on, on a knife edge he's on a yellow you know gets United on a yellow yeah. kick the ball away so there are some games as well I, where I suspect Kabai's also being asked to do much more work than he has been done in the past as I, I just, my memory of him playing for Newcastle is 
he didn't have that much responsibility at Newcastle. I think he's no. He's I mean he's doing it brilliantly, but mm. I think he's probably working harder than he has done before. Yeah. So. No, he's fantastic, and he's still we still see him making his in, brilliant interceptions. Like he's all yeah, he's all and, one and, game and, in the middle is. And clearly, whether or not he finishes every game, he's certainly starting every game because. Which you also get points for in fantasy football. So well, I'm in fact, when you pass the sixty-minute mark, you get two points. For I'm delighted to hear that. I'm just you know, kind of the boost time, Joe's morale. The next time, Comrade Relief are looking for money for starving people in Africa. I'll tell them. Well, I mean, uh, I, 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 I don't want to call anyone out on this, but I think when we left uh, the West Ham match earlier in the season, and we're all a little bit downcast, someone well, we won't call him by name. Let's just say his name's James Jaley. Comes out of the game and goes. Oh, Oh, but Jamie Vardy scored. So I've got, <laughs> did I've got he really? In my fantasy league. Did he? That didn't happen. Did he really? That did not happen. That would be why That's you're not ag- drinking. Is ag- that the actual that, fact? That was that happen. the terrible incident you mentioned <laughs> when no, you were drunk? What that, stopped you drinking? No. Because that shame on you. Yeah, I did not. That did. I did. did well, no, one, of his, one, one of his lines, so shame on even one. Well, he's a lot. Wasn't me. It's probably him. Okay. Looking, looking at the stats for Kabai on my new stat app that I got yesterday. Uh, he completed 75% of his 36 passes. Yeah. He's usually higher than that. Yeah, um, he received 23. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of stats here that I don't understand. But um, he running, yeah, he running running just loads of different numbers. How many kilometres did he cover? Yeah. I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know where that's that is. Stats, look, see, look, it's just lots of like... It's pretty, though, that picture, isn't it? A lot of, a lot of arrows. Yeah. yeah. Really weird. Yeah, nice. Anyway, lots of arrows. I didn't think he had the best game it, it, with the ball, actually, Kabai, yesterday, by his standards. But I, I didn't think he, he was exceptionally yeah, hard. Drop, drop him. I mean, we should drop him. I didn't say that, did I? Drop him, He he wasn't really shown much on um, on the TV, was he? No, and that's the important no. thing. Obviously, and that's obviously the most important yeah. thing when it comes to football. Well, I think the, the thing with Kabai is they 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 don't isolate and they don't pick him out anymore because he's such a consistently good player. So they, you don't need to be told that he's a good player. So I think they highlight other people. They, but also, he, he does use the ball well. So even in games where he's not, you know, like Street says, making as many kind of through passes or whatever, he still he still uses the ball. So where he keeps it, as they say in the game, like recycles the ball, keeps it, yeah, well, over, also, keeps it on our he side. He also, as they say in the game. Changes the pace as well. He slows it down. Yeah. And most things go through him. And also, I think it's like Damien said on the podcast. It's like they look to him. Damien, hey. Damien Delaney. Oh, okay. The one who was on the podcast. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> no, no, the other Damien. Which did the one from the Omen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that Damien. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's JD. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what you're talking guys. about. The other the other players really look to him for you know when things are tough during the game they look to him for leadership and inspiration mm. too. All those intangibles. Look it up. Speaking of Damien as well, we didn't mention the first first half. But he had a fantastic game, didn't yeah. he? Some we did of the, mention some the first half. So did we? Delaney and Dan. And Dan, Dan okay, sorry, yeah. But Damien was making some fantastic challenges, wasn't yeah. he? Coincidence that since he's come back into the team, he started picking up points again. I don't think. No, I don't no, think so. Don't think so. Well, I mean, it gives us an easy answer, so perhaps we should just leave it there? Yeah, rather, it there. rather than finding other factors. I, it, 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 it's it's nice to know that we've got Hangland there, though, in case one of them does get. Yeah, yeah, but that, I, I wouldn't like people to imply that we are blaming Hangerland for. No, no, no not, at all. not at all. No, I'm not blaming him. But I just think it's. I think you're probably right. But I think it's it's amazing in a game that is awash with money that it's a player like Delaney with his background and how mm. we almost accidentally got him when he was a broken man by his own admission. Yeah, and he's the one that makes a difference, which is yeah, I think really encouraging and and brilliant for him because he's fast becoming proper Palace. Or for want of a better word, legend. I, I think he already is. Yeah, I think even more legend. so. I mean, because yeah. none of us, we've said this before, none of us thought he would be good enough in the Premier no. League. No. Let alone very good in the Premier League. Yeah. And like you say, up against people like Benteke, who are 
Ben Tekai. Well, who was it? There was one. It was either on BT or Sky. Someone. Someone was talking about Diego Costa the other day, and they were, the pundits were referencing Delaney's performance, saying this is how you play against him. Yeah. So uh, people are now using that as a yardstick yeah. on wow. how to play against well, Diego Costa. Yeah. Shawcross's performance against them over the weekend was apparently very much of the same. Well, well, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, speaking of another defender, Palace defender, mm. Peter Hostakny. Oh, Hi, Peter. Says, uh, what's your what, opinion? Is he in the reserves? That's not, a, really. that's not a sociological question. All oh, right, okay. And he's no. probably pronounced it wrong, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, Sorry, probably. Peter. Yeah. Peter Sorry, says, Peter. what's your opinion on Martin Kelly and his reactions or non-reactions after Palace's goals yesterday? This was a kind of a thing on Twitter. Frankly, <laughs> if someone plays solidly for Palace and is committed on the pitch, I can care less if when we score they run around wheeling a... a Pick up their shirt and show an Alan Mullery T-shirt on the Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a little bit. I, I, I think this is where I understand what people are saying, but this is where the hypocrisy of football fans comes in because anybody, we're still having to go at Ian Wright for celebrating his first goal we're for Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Look, yes, we. I'm not. I'm OK with it. I, I'm not. Well, I'm not. I'm over it. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm over it. Every, every time he sees me, he says, I've got a birth certificate. <laughs> uh, actually. But I don't, and you know, he says, what will it take for you to stop calling me Judas? And I had a time machine, basically. But we we would expect, we if a, an ex-Palace player scores against us, we would hope that they did the same thing. So, well, if Glenn Murray scores against exactly, us, so you would, you would, you would, so I'd, I think we should respect the fact that he was Liverpool born and bred, he's a Liverpool mm. fan, he went through their academy. It doesn't affect the, it's, it's like all those Liverpool fans, idiots tweeting about Scott Dan saying take his season ticket away. He's a professional footballer, it doesn't, doesn't affect the way he plays football. I don't think he gets many games for this season. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I can't make this one, I'm so, playing yeah. against Man United today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it must have been tucked in his shorts, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but I don't think you can. I think Kelly knows he's not first choice if if Ward's yeah. he's played all he's played both fullback positions when he's out of position both times. But let's face it, I think he's, he's a professional really football. He's going to do his job, and, of he's a re- he and he's a really good defender. I think the reason we notice Kelly is because he's not flamboyant. Because he's not if he's on le- left fullback, he doesn't go forward the way Ward does, mm-hmm. and if he's on the other side, he doesn't go forward the way Sorry does. But yeah. he's, a, he's a very good. Defender, he he's done, does a, really a, job, good, he's done a really good job for us. So yeah. I, I, Dependable. Scott Dan celebrated. I'm sure Kelly celebrated in the in the dressing room. Yeah. Okay, um, I think that's a very that's a very fair point. Good um, question. Um, it's a good question. Good, good question, question yeah. from yeah. Peter. There. The next question comes from James Melody. Hi, James. Oh. Good, good name. He says, uh, "My brother and I." Sub- my brother and I were both born in Mayday Hospital. Oh. I've always supported well done, my. Well done for surviving this long, then. <laughs> I have oh always. say when it was. <laughs> I have always supported my local team, but for some strange reason, he decided to support Liverpool. Oh. What should I say to him? Well, today, just jump Sorry. up and down, waving two fingers at him, <laughs> <laughs> hopping from foot to foot. Well, phone around going, no, it's been 30 years after I disowned you. <laughs> but we should probably start talking again. I'm sure his brother's got some. Made Excuse. up emotional reason for mm-hmm. supporting, and they always have, haven't they? So, yeah. um, but he's made the wrong choice. He has this year, yeah, well, over the over the yeah of the last thirty years. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, not. If you, if you average it out <laughs> over, the, over the next thirty years, <laughs> the last thirty years, and possibly in terms of Champions League, we, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not. It's nice that um, it's nice that James is having because uh, I'm sure for most of their childhood growing up together, yeah, in, yeah. it's pretty tough. It's tough for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we 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 feel for you, James. Well, absolutely, yeah, we, know, in, we, know, in, we know what it feels like. In general, I, I, I can't. I never understand people not supporting the local team. But you can kind of, if you're a kid growing up in the eighties, we didn't really give. There wasn't much. There else wasn't much to support. Liverpool. Yeah, but also, <laughs> but we didn't give Palace a lot of reason. 
But then the, the mystery is why somebody bought in Halifax ended up supporting. But also, is that we've been through this? We do, but you do yeah. also you get people from well. outside Croydon. Like, I was at the game yesterday, and there was there's the, I don't know if you heard oh, the, I, there's the Irish Palace fans group. Yeah, yeah, there was a big Connor and the other lads were yeah. there, and they come out. Obviously, Liverpool's not too far away from yeah. the, from Dublin, but yeah. you know, they made the effort to come to the game as well. So it's flipped. Yeah, yeah, and, and the longer we stay in the Premier League, the more we will get fans from yeah. as far away as Crawley coming to Eden Bridge. Right, the next question comes from Hannah Lockett. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hi, Hannah. Hannah. This one's for Kevin. She says, "How many times will Kevin quote Damo as he appears to have?" A- <laughs> <laughs> what I'm doing—that's a—it's a—it's a very good question. As there's more, as he appears to have a lot of love for the great man, as we all do. Yeah. We were wondering if he would like to join the Damien Delaney Appreciation Society for the more mature woman formed by me and Betty in the main stand. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about me joining it or Damien joining it? I'll happily join. I think Hannah you. And Betty. I, I think I, you. I, Anna and Betty crop up regularly in those, just those <laughs> names, my generation. The reason I mentioned David Delaney quite a lot is, is uh, it's, it's a broadcasting trick. I'm just adding gravity. I'm adding, just Ooh. reminding oh, new listeners oh, that we it's good. that we Very have good. access to, it's and also almost from, advertising, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. But also, you know, sometimes you know, if he did say something that's germane. To our conversation, mm-hmm. look it up again, JD. Yeah, it wasn't even flatly Concord. No, he used to play for Spurs. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, then why would you not? Why would you not no. mention it? But yeah, I think it is. It's just a little reminder, like you know, HOL, keep going on about Steve Parrish. We had a proper Palace legend on our podcast. Yeah. Other, other podcasts. But yes, I will happily join. Yeah, there is another one. No. There's, 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 oh, there's a new one now. There's yeah. new, isn't that? Yeah. yeah. So, which, you, which you went on? I did. Yes, lovely. How was it? It, it was great. It's yeah. Three mature people talking about <laughs> things in boring. Imagine, yeah, imagine that. But yes, Hannah. No, and Betty. I'm there, Hannah. And, I'm there, Hannah and Betty. Good. He's in. He's Good. in. No, um, I'm there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Right, moving on swiftly. The next question is from Simon King. Oh, hi, hi, Simon. Simon. Hey. Simon says, if Palace were a restaurant chain, oh, what would oh. they be? Oh, oh very good. Ooh, good question. Yeah. Why would you never give us notice of this? I would yeah. go because we're, because we're uh, clever off the cuff. Yeah, mm. come on, come on. That's just buying time. I would say we're, uh, I'd go Nando's. Would you? Yeah, yeah I was going to go. Sort yeah. of slow start, but we're gradually getting there more and more. People notice us more and more. We're getting to more... Get more popular slowly. Get more popular. Especially in, in South London. Yeah. Well, it's obviously chicken, isn't it? So you, yeah. if we're going chicken, we'd have to go to Morley's. Oh, it's, yeah. Because it's, it's earthy, it's down to earth, and they're everywhere, and it just tastes better and better the more you're drunk. <laughs> and, um, I've never tasted Paris, but you're right. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, well, you, no, have, you are tasting success right now. We are, but Nando's have got a few more flicks and tricks, I think. Oh, they have, yeah. They have. Nando's are like Morley's, but with Balassi. And Portuguese. Yeah. And Portuguese you get... You get um, an, Unending supply of soda as well, don't you? You do. That's true. Yeah. Oh and yeah, you do. Spoiled, yeah. So you can just go in there and just drink Coca Cola all day. Yeah. Or, or are there are other soft drinks available. Anyone else? Stream? Uh, probably the burrito place in Victoria Station. <laughs> Why? Because I only ever seem to go there when I'm drunk. <laughs> good. Okay. Good question. Um, good question. Very good question. We've missed that sort of question. We have. Yeah. Well, we're going to pepper the pod now with them. Now Ooh. and then, not not too many. Okay. So, so, um, nicely seasoned. Nice so season. please yeah. do keep sending them in, listeners, because we do like them to uh, have them now and then. Um, Cliff Jones. Hi, Cliff. Cliff. He says, "Would you prefer to see Brighton gain promotion so we can play them in the Premier League next season, or, like me, would you prefer them to fail miserably and preferably in the playoffs?" Well, I think the second, I've, the second option 
possibly. Or or they tail away and finish seventh. I don't want to see. I want to see Leicester tail away more than I want to see Brighton at the moment. Cause it's oh really? Starting, starting to annoy me a little bit. That they whole, will though, won't they? Yeah, it's just the a whole, purple patch. The whole Leicester thing is starting to really annoy me. But um, yeah, Brighton. It's interesting, bro. I hadn't really noticed. And I don't mean this to sound patronising, even though it does. I hadn't really noticed how well they were doing. So I forgot the championship was still going on. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's. It, I mean, yeah, good for them. Well done, little Brighton. Yeah, good for them. Pat, we'll pat them on the head. I, yeah. No, I, I don't want any risk that they could could beat us in a football match. Frankly, yeah, that's true. Because it, it could end yes. up not sullying the memory of that playoff because nothing ever could. Because that would be the ultimate bragging rights for for the rest of time, frankly. Yeah. But um, any risk that you know the most recent result against them could be a Brighton win. I, I want to avoid any possibility of. Yeah, I th- the perfect rivalry, I think, always involves your rivals being a division or two below you. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. But, um, Having said that, beating them in the Premier League. Also, we should be looking again at teams we can finish yeah. above. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically. Uh, well, actually, to be fair, in this team, Palace at the moment, we're doing that, aren't we? We are taking points off teams. We are. We are. That we yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Leicester was was when we didn't. But um, I would well, rather no, Leicester, Leicester top four team. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And West Ham were top six as well. Jamie made a shout in the car on the way over. Um, not his usual shout in the car when I'm with him, but a different <laughs> shout in the car. He, he thinks Leicester are going to finish bottom half. Yeah, I think they'll fall. I think they'll fall away. That, that's going to be a big yeah. fall away, though. It would be a big fall away, but yeah, I mean, they've already got. It took them to April to get twenty-five points last season. No, no, I mean hats off to them, but it just annoyed me. They've always annoyed me Leicester for some reason. Really, they're I very just, nothing. They're very nondescript. It's just partly because of Lineker, I suppose, being so happy about it that annoys me. <laughs> but it's just they're getting a lot of getting the sort of love we should be getting, basically. Yeah, which I think. Also, I don't mm. think I just. Yeah. Well, do you think we don't get that love then? Do you think we're not getting the, the not love getting we the same. We're not getting the Leicester love, are we? <coughs> well, probably because Lineker's not a Palace fan. If Lineker was a Palace fan, no, but would from we the media in the... general, the whole this do you not whole think? Vardy. Well, it's because he's a forward and, and English. English. It's English. It's all that nonsense, isn't it? Should we be getting more? Because actually, Apadji was asked that yesterday after the game. Should we be getting more praise? Do we deserve more than we're getting? Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind. I, I, I think it's a, a reaction to the fact that we're not. Plucky little palace this season. I think we're just very solid. You know, yeah, the, the thing yeah. is, like the top four, te- the big big teams, even Chelsea who are now relegation fodder. But like the the, the traditionally big four teams that they're always going to get the attention. And everyone who sort of plugs plugs away like a Palace and like a Stoke just don't really get much attention. If, if you yeah. are having an exceptional season like a Leicester, because it's so sort of unusual and because it's breaking into that top four that they expect the likes of Chelsea to be and that's always going to get more attention but you know there's going to be plenty of teams where we are where Stoke are we did under par- but under, it's still, under it is still did, pretty we? I mean it's still pretty more... unusual we're eight from the Premier League which if you look at our recent history is unprecedented it's well, it is. but it's, we've reached a situation already where the, the people aren't that surprised when we draw with Man United or go to um, but we're also start the season we said we'd love Palace to kick on and get a bit higher than 10th Get some uh, shock results, beat the teams we should do. We're doing all that this season. We're doing yeah. everything that we hope. We, we are, and, and also we're playing good football. Good football. That's, yeah. that, that's, Exciting football. That's the thing. I, better, that's really, that's no. the thing. I don't think we're getting enough praise for because, like you talk about Stoke and West Brom, uh, maybe as another example. And yeah, West Brom, by all accounts, just went to Old Trafford and, and just clung on for yeah. as long as it, until they conceded the inevitable first goal. And we're not doing that. We're playing. Mm actually really exciting football and you probably would pay money to watch us. We're not doing it for 90 minutes perhaps, but we are playing really exciting football. And I don't think we're getting enough credit for that. Mm. But I think, and what slightly worries me is I don't want us, I don't want us to start assuming that we're going to go to Anfield and win or 
we're going to draw Man United. I don't think we will do. I mean, yeah. the, I did not see the uh, first thing I looked at yesterday when I looked at the tables to see how far we were off the bottom, the bottom three, three exactly still. And I don't think most Palace fans will still do that. Exactly. And the answer is a very encouraging, quite a long way. Quite a long and way. 21 yeah. points yeah. to go. But off bottom three? No, to get to I don't think you need to look at it, but yeah, we're already, what are we, 15 points ahead of Villa? 14 points ahead of Something Villa. Something like that, so yeah. No, yeah. goal difference. I, I, it's hard to imagine Villa winning five more games than we will. They've got five points, we've got exactly. 19. Yeah, so so yeah. 14, yeah, yeah, plus the goal difference. So it's, yeah. it's already looking slightly more. It's looking very good. Okay. JD, um, James was uh, uh, taking the phone call with the Brighton question. I want to see what he says. Oh, God. Oh, the question Sorry, was Brighton. Yeah. Would, would, would you rather see Brighton get promoted so we can play them in the Premier League or would you rather that they fall away? I want, I, I, I want them in the Premier League. I want to play them. Wow, I want to play okay. them. I want to play them. I want to play them. He's only saying that I want to beat them. Oh, right, he, he loves yeah. a Brighton away daters. No, that's true. Come on, man. Let's, come, yeah, that's there's fair. nothing better. And it's nothing better than a great derby. That tension. It adds we extra spice to it. We haven't had for a while, have we? That extra spice to it. It adds an extra spice to the day. You build up, you build up, you build up, you build up, you build up. Give them a cup final when they get us in the third round away at Selhurst. I'm fine with that. If the god of the FA Cup is listening, by the way, could we have in the third round... A really low-ranked team at Sellers Park. Salford, just once, and I want to be oh, Salford. Salford. <laughs> no, BBC, the BBC that, love him with the. Oh, Salford. I know. Well, exactly. Sure. I want. Gee, I want to get Salford. I want Salford, oh, and I want to God. beat them about ten nil to shut the BBC up. That's amazing. I want, I, want, I, want all, my I want all five of them. <laughs> all five of them on the bench, looking yeah, so, looking really glum and, and pissed poor off. Poor skulls. You couldn't get a word out of the twat for fifteen years. <laughs> no, he won't. He won't stop. Sure, will he? That's why I want. That is a great shout. Yeah, that is a great shout. I get it. Let's all out. God, now, anyone at Sellers Park that we can put six by I just want, yeah. to, I just want a game where we're three well, we've beaten Charlton yeah. just <laughs> beaten <laughs> Charlton smashing four past Charlton was pretty good wasn't it yeah it was in yeah. their yeah. cup final anyway listen final question final question is from John Dodds hi John hi John, hi John. he says um, Dodgy. Dodgy after yesterday what was the favourite away win for each of us he, he says his was whatever probably, yep his was probably Man United in 89-90 it's got to be the away playoff for me, yeah. Man United was that. Did Brighty score in that one? He says Brighty got two apparently. Brighty got two. Oh, oh, that's a good. I think you've got to be at it as well. It can't be. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think it, yeah. I, I think for me, probably beating Wimbledon in their last game at Plough Lane. The one with Ian Wright's volley. Yeah, Ian Wright's volley. Oh, that's strong. Yeah, I think that's just because it because it just ruined the ungrateful. <laughs> I just it's for me awesome. that. Probably, that's a good question. For me, that's a really for me, probably question. Stockport away, two thousand one. Yeah. Friedman. Yeah, Doogie. That was so, that was good. Doogie. That was very. I good. think actually so Doogie, no Doogie, Doogie, that, but good. The, the game I mentioned earlier when we beat Liverpool two one, Jeff Thomas and Gabby Dini, just because it was such a good day and we, yeah, the, the famous cut we out some them all the way through. It's a really good journey up and back. But that's a good question. Good question. Very good question. Enders, did you? Yeah, it's still. <sighs> Away from home, it could be one of the playoff finals. <laughs> yeah. It's not strictly away from home, mm. but it is away from home. The journey to Fulham was good. That was oh, yeah. good. <laughs> on the boat, that was good. That was good. Didn't win, did we? But that was no. that was good. Mm. I'd I mean, you know, I, it, it, was, it, it wasn't fun. a victory, but when we went to Hillsborough a few years ago, mm. about oh, five, God, yeah. five, five years That's ago, that, it felt like a victory. Mm. And it actually was a victory for the club, because yeah. I think if we lost that game, yeah. we might not be sat here now. Yeah. One nil away to Wrexham. I think 85, we had one away... We were 2 0 down at Rotherham. Yeah, anyway, Kev, moving on. The week before. No, we were 2 0 down at Rotherham the week before, and we said if we win this, we'll go to Wrexham. We did. We'll go to Wrexham. We'll treat ourselves. Go to Wrexham. Halcyon days, eh? No, not really. It's horrible. Family's still like that now. But we did win 1 0. Oh, okay. All I remember is the barbed wire fence in front of the away fans. 
Those Yikes. were the days. Those were not the days. Um, right. Yeah, no, that's a good question. But away yeah. games, winning, they're always that much. They're always, always good, good aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. and winning away from home. Uh, okay, uh, listeners, thank you very much for your questions. Um, they were great. In part three, we've got a new feature. Ooh. So join us in a bit. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Pod 156, uh, sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com and Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with a K. Um, Actually, before, we just talked about our away games as we were. Yeah. It would be lovely to think there would probably be a little little boy or a little girl at their first Palace away game yesterday. Strong. And, when, and in 10, 20 years' time, they'll be on a podcast being asked. Yeah. They might be on then their own podcast yeah. when we've, when we've, we've moved won all to the awards to win. And yeah, and we've retired. In, yeah. Yeah. Kevin will still go on that one because he goes on every Palace podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. whore. Yeah. But that is, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. that is nice, I think. That'll be it, I must. <laughs> <laughs> right. It is, you can never tell what, what you, you know, there's always a moment when it, it, it grabs you for the rest of your life and it, you just... Yeah. I kind of th- I'm trying to think what mine was. Well, I just I got know. emotional. I actually got genuine emotion watching the away. They had a little shot of the away fans last night. Yeah, just, oh, it's brilliant. This is really, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good. I got emotional at the end of forty, thinking I'm never going to get home. Especially <laughs> 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 in the car with a sober JD and a not sober Neil the Fish. Oh, well, they, they, both of them were sober. Everyone was, was scary. Sober thing. Neil the Fish. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Holy mother. Everyone, everyone was sober. Was the sober What's bus. On, what went on there? Well, it was, I don't know, it's like the Priory on Wheels yesterday. Cool. Yeah. Well, it, right. long, it was a long journey, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a long journey. We've got a new feature that we're going to try out, uh, and the feature is called uh, On This Day. Oh. So we're going to try Monday. it each week. So on, <laughs> on Monday, <laughs> well, you'll hate work. Um, on this day, right, ninth, which is ninth, recording 9th of November, uh-huh. uh, I just want to say happy birthday to Olive. Yeah, happy oh, birthday, happy Olive. Olive. My daughter, who's a Palace season ticket holder, has yeah. been since she was about 10. Yeah. And she's 17 today, so happy birthday, Olive. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Olive. Olive. Have a great day. Ask Olive what her favourite away game is. Well, all of them, because she goes with she, that. You know, there was one particular one we went to Leeds. Well, I don't think you went to Leeds a couple of years ago, yeah. and she went to the loo and got locked in the toilet. And we're all leaving and didn't know where she was. And she was, she was only about 10 or 11 years old. So she had to climb over the girl's top. After the, anyway. Oh, you and David Cameron. Oh, I know. You left your daughter. You didn't <laughs> leave her on purpose. Didn't know where she was. Hello. Well, so, well, where's, I think she's gone to loo somewhere. Where's, anyway, it doesn't matter. Get she'll, all the way back to London. She'll find us. She'll be right. She's a resourceful little <laughs> she girl. Did. Yeah. She did, yeah. It was in the north. She, she just had... called to her own, wasn't she? she just... Missed the first half, but it's fine. <laughs> Palace where we lost, didn't they? We did lose. Uh, we did yeah, lose. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. Um, but I find that very touching that that's her thing that you and her go to away games. games together. That's lovely. Yeah. Mm. yeah Watford, I once went to Watford with you. I think you drove us to Watford, JD. Ooh. Possibly, did I? When we were we were selling T-shirts and got told by the police. Which I think is far yeah. more irresponsible than leaving a kid in the pub let them yeah. be in the duty <laughs> of care and, and we just drive in the car. And we just moved about 10 yards down the road and just carried on selling them. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Great days. So, um, three. So, on this day, on this day in 2013, so, so not that far uh, in the past. Two uh, years ago. Palace played Everton in the Premier League. It was Keith Millen's first game in charge after Holloway had gone, and we drew nil-nil. We did. Wow. Do you guys remember that? It was do, kind I of the first yeah. game. And it was... We hit the bar, didn't we? Mm. Towards the end. And we, we had about three points, and we were four points. We had three points, three I think, points. at the time, because we'd beaten Sunderland. Yeah. And, and everybody said we were going down. Yeah. yeah. But well, that was the first game. Because Everton played quite well, I think, at the time. They just finished fifth, possibly. But that was the first game, I think, where we all came away thinking, oh, hang on, we we actually could 
stay up, possibly, or yeah. we could do something. No, I think we. I don't think we're thinking. Think, I think we're I, more thinking we might not be humiliated. Yeah, I, we I think, think we're thinking we, we might get yeah, more points than Derby. I think that's yeah. what we're yeah. thinking. But it was the first time you saw Palace that season play and think, oh, in, actually, we can. In, we had about in, in retrospect, yeah. it was the start of. It was the start of the next two years. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And culminating in now. Yeah, culminating yeah. right now, yeah. yeah. What a journey it's been. Unbelievable two years, hasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's been all of two years. I like, the fact, that, I like the fact that JD picked for the first one of the future. <laughs> he goes as far back as two <laughs> years ago. Well, well, <laughs> I was, well I was this is a good back. feature. 105 years of Palace history and he goes back two years. I was going to go back. I was going to go back to wow. 20. All right. well, the This is a runner, this one. It could have been worse. last year. When nothing happened. I went to the shop. I bought a chomp. It was 23. I was pissed off. They used to be 10. It was Memorable, memorable shot. Palace did nothing, but Man City drew nil nil. Wow. I bought some milk. There weren't. Do you know what? There aren't. There weren't that many games on November 9th going back. There was one from 2010 where we beat Watford, and uh, Darren Ambrose, Owen Garvin scored a couple. But I thought the Everton game was symbolic. No, no, no you're, you're, you're right. You are, you are it's right. Significant. We, are, we are taking the Mickey. And also reminds us, we can. reminds us how much we uh, owe a debt to Keith Millen as well. Yes, basically. But I think that game we had about because we played Arsenal. A few weeks later, a couple weeks later, when we had, or was it before? Did we lose to Arsenal in draw? We lost to Arsenal was Millen's first game. Arsenal was right first game, and that's the one we had in the first half. I think we had and then we had Everton, and then we had Hull. Yeah. 17% possession. Yeah. And then Everton, we played really well. Yeah, because yeah. everyone was 17%. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then that whole, because I remember because Ali was in hospital, the whole result. And I got told off for running up and down the corridor. Did you? Yeah, because it wasn't, it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it was a quite serious illness unit, but. Yeah, but that whole result, that was a... I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. Bannon, wasn't it? Yeah. If only that had been on this day in yeah, November, yeah. JD. Well, that'll be this day, well, next week, yeah. wouldn't it? It'll well, be a week later. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's just do 2013 well, next that, week. That even a surprise <laughs> then, will it? My little, my little cat just walked past and looked in with a look and said, did he just pick two years ago? Because <laughs> <laughs> two years ago, I was walking through that corridor. But two years, yeah. it, two years is not... Is not that long. You think back to under the previous regime, we had four or five seasons where no, nothing happened under Francis or whatever. Two years is not that far. And now we've just come away from beating Liverpool deservedly at Anfield. I don't think anyone would have predicted no. two years ago today, on this day... We beat Liverpool that, at Anfield under Francis. That would still be in the Premier League, basically. A lot so, happens. I was I, yeah, get, just, just going... I was watching some um, FA Cup programme yesterday and... They were showing um, Did they have in it? things from the first round and they showed Wigan. And Wigan won the FA Cup like yeah. two years ago. Ben, ben Watson. Ben Watson, yeah. But that was two years ago. And now they're languishing, what, in League One, is yeah, it now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you look at Leeds, you know, I look at yeah. Portsmouth, you yeah. know, all, yeah. all these, you know. And this all happens in like two or three years. So it, we, we, we take the mick out of you, JD, but I think you made a very good point. Well, also, we have, not, not only have we done very well, we have stabilised as a club yeah. financially, yeah. everything. And all those clubs you mentioned do, does indicate how it's not the be all and end all the Premier League, and we have discussed this mm. in the past mainly when we weren't in it. But it, do you mean the be out and end out? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> super out. But it is the place to be, and the fact is that once you're out of it, it's really difficult. To, and you look at somebody made a point about Bournemouth. You know, Bournemouth, God bless them, insisting on their attacking football in the same way that Martinez did with Wigan. But if it doesn't keep you up, yeah. And see, as you say, see where Wigan are now, and, yeah. and people might argue that they're at their natural level. But it's, it's, you know, Villa, if Villa go down, it's, yeah. it's going to be a real struggle for them yeah. to get back in the Premier League. And when, yeah. 
I think we've. I and think if you're talking about the future survival, and that's the most important thing for any Palace fan that's lived through the last few. I years. I think this two years though it's is survival. the most. This two years is the most accelerated progress I think we've possibly had yeah. in a long, long time, long possibly time. ever in the club's history. Mm-hmm. Think about how far we've come. Well, in we've not had years. a lot of progress in the club's no, we history. No. So this is well, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like a one-off. Is what it does. I would. I, I, I would go back to say. Five years. I'll go back to five. Yeah. I go back to that game at Hillsborough that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, well, I wasn't on this day. It wasn't on this day. You've missed right. the point. I'm yeah. disappointed. The whole point. That's why he's hosting uh, it, and why you're just. You know. <laughs> That's why he's earning the big bucks from Vector. But five years ago, yeah. we did we did play Watford at home in that in the 2010-2011 season. Yeah, and when we had a good start of season, and it yeah. fell away. That's why he's lining his own pocket with embroidery. Quite literally, three embroidery. So that new shirt. Okay, right. Let's round off. That's part of the joke. That little hat he's got as well. Round off this knitted hat. Looks like a tea cosy. Let's round off the new part, which I think we can all agree has been a massive success. It's been really, really, really good. I can't wait to see it. Loving it. Where are we going to be in another two years? Sat here oh, talking about so what happened in 2015. We'll go. We'll <laughs> sat around this table having just been Liverpool. Well, nothing because there was no game. Is this a separate feature? Is this on that day? No. <laughs> what, is this where we're going to be on that day? Yeah. 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 Right. Part. Well, I part might four. Be, it might be. A, it's probably not a Monday. It'd be a Wednesday. So. We where will Palace in two years be as a club? SE25. <laughs> oh God. I don't know. I don't know what. what I'm just, just, just off the Homesdale Road. There's, there's a difference between what you hope and what. Past experience. You, you, this, we're talking about Palace here. Pardew could be England manager next week, and it will, could will go horribly wrong. Just, Palace's capacity for shooting themselves in the foot is legendary. So, I would, well, I would hope that we would be. But it doesn't feel like we're doing that at the moment. It feels like we kind of. Yeah, but it hasn't done in the past. Before it's all been going <laughs> along, it's all, that's the point of shoot. It's all been going along quite well. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, it has. It has. Yeah. But um, I'd, if we're still in the Premier League, I'd be highly delighted. I'd just, yeah, I'd, I, think I would so. like, I, think I would, I would yeah. hope that Pardew is, is still there because I, I think that's what we really need is a, is a, a, a dynasty, a bit, you know, just five years of stability. Yeah. yeah. And I think Pardew, not only is a brilliant manager, but clearly off the pitch, he's really doing good things for the infrastructure. Yeah. And so that's what I would yeah. hope. But you know, I think all going well will be. You know, and barring any massive disaster, I think I think we'll be the, the owners want to have Pardew in for. For a while, he wants to be here. We want to try and build something really special. That's that's exactly what we need now. Yeah, I think the only the only sort of possible pothole, and it sounds an odd thing to say, is if somebody comes in with too much money for the owners to resist. I, I don't think they would sell yeah. to anyone they don't think is going to uh, keep the club going on this stabilised way that we're going. Whatever, yeah, I don't really, think they would. Don't, you never know. But you never know. Somebody no, comes in with money too talks. Much, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. well, we, we, we are, are we are saving right? up the money from Vector, so you know, yeah. in two years' time, we might have. Yeah, we time. might be able to get an ice cream each. <laughs> Well, that'll be that's let's let's an make that our ambition. An embroidered one, in yeah. two years' time, the club, the whole club, is sponsored by Vector, and we've got Vector the and JCIS. We've and JCIS, Vector, Vector Vector on, they got a stand each. Vector will be yeah. on the kit, and knowing Palace, they'll get another company to put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, that's the end of good the feature. Part good. three, Excellent. our new really feature. feature. In part four, yeah. we're going to go back to regular ways and look forward to next game, which uh, wow. is Sunderland it's, it's at just home. Like Doctor Who. Mm. We're two year, we were two years in the future. And then Monday, we like two weeks, and, and that's that's a Monday as well, isn't it? That's a Monday so as well. Oh, right. join us <laughs> in part four. <laughs> Hello.
Hello listeners, welcome back to part four of the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey. Pod 156, sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com, I tried to make that a bit different. And Vector Printing, for all your print and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk, and that's Vector with her. Okay. Right. Didn't, uh, didn't sound different. Except you did it, it right. Sounds, I did, did it right the first time. That's did, did, no, I did it up and down. I sort yeah, of went up and down. Oh, my voice. Right. You, yeah, I'm trying to get over work. Just so. as a favour for the listeners, you won't. I won't. No, I won't. Just <laughs> as a favour for the listeners, would you? Uh, <laughs> wait, that might be some <laughs> Eden Bridge yogurt that needs. Yeah. That sounds like a euphemism. Somebody's for that. Ooh, missus. Could you leave in one week all your attempts to get that right? Yeah, because people at home think it's really been like start, 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 I'm leaving it in the start of this pod. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's wow. fine. Just so they know there's a bit of realism that goes into our performance. Performance, right? Performance. No game next week because it's international break. Yeah. Right, okay. So there'll be no pod listeners next week. Uh, but we'll, we'll be back in two weeks' time because Palace are playing Sunderland at home and under let, the lights. And let me under mm. the lights. And let me <laughs> let me offer you. You look. You looked really just. Astounded by well, the fact I, that it might be under the lights. Well, I, I, I like, I, I love evening games. They could, they could, don't they? Midweek evening games in winter. I do. I well, love evening yeah. games in the winter. It's cold. There's a bit of damp in the air. Well, hopefully it'll be and, cold. You know, well, it's going to be cold. It's in like November. No, I've been saying that since the first of October. Bloody weather. Yeah, <laughs> sunshine. It was cold in Liverpool yesterday. Very cold. Sunshine, right? Let me offer you this: uh, Connor Wickham made his first appearance back for Palace on Sunday against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. He might start possibly. Is it the perfect game against his former club for him to come back and start for Palace and get banging the goals in? It'd be, yeah, of course it is. It's just, right, it, good, it's, thanks, listeners. It's, no, it's, it's, uh, written in the, it's one of those great things that happen in football, isn't it? Mm. You just hope that it's going to happen. Like, in the same way that Glenn Murray will score against us on Boxing Day. Yeah. Mm. yeah but I think we, did say, we did say last week that, we've, that it would be a lovely scenario, but we didn't think Wickham would be anywhere near fit enough. So yeah. it was a real bonus to yeah, see real him off the bench yesterday. But yeah. I, d- I wish I can't. I wish it was next. I wish we didn't have the week off because Ellen has got another week to yeah. to work on something. But Having said that, they are terrible. They, they look even in that I, Newcastle I match where they somehow managed to jam out the three 0 win. Like that, they were awful in that match. Allardyce yesterday looked, or Saturday rather looked, a beaten man already. Looked like he. Who did they play on the weekend? Southampton lost one 0 with a yeah. really bad penalty to go away. They should have been four or five down. I, I, I know I make, we make ourselves a hostage to fortune by saying this, but they look like they're there for the taking. Mm. So they've still got, I mean, I'm amazed he's not starting with um, Jermaine Defoe. I'm amazed that he's yeah. not starting with him. But they've still got goals in them, but mm. defensively they look like we really could. It's, it reminds me a bit like, do you remember we played QPR last season at home? And yeah. they were on a similar kind of real downfall, looking yeah. terrible. And the sort of game where they came to tell us and you think, well, are we going to smash him or we're going to struggle and lose 1-0? Yeah. And we did. We went for them we from did. the yeah, off yeah. and we absolutely steamrolled mm, them. Yeah. You kind of hope Palace do the same thing. Well, their defen- their defence is really, really, really poor. I mean, Newcastle were creating chance after chance yeah. after chance in, in that match against them in the derby. and But for some terrible finishing, should have easily, easily beaten them. So if we did go at them and go for the jugular... That their defence is slow, old, and not very good. It's the same with Bournemouth on Saturday. Bournemouth should have taken Newcastle apart. Newcastle's defence was awful, and the keeper was brilliant. But I don't think he'll start with Wickham now. I think he'll get on. No, I don't. I don't think because it's. I just think he'll keep. The, he'll start with the pace. I think he'll he'll do the same thing he did against Liverpool. He'll go for them first twenty minutes, first I think, 20 minutes. and then bring mm-hmm. maybe bring Wickham on as a as another option because I think it sort of Wickham's and I'm not saying I would, don't want him to play but it slows it down a little bit because it's mm. it takes time for the midfielders to, to join in with him and I, I think it I think the power play option is one he'll go for I, I don't think I can't see them 
if Gale's fit, I can't see them dealing with his pace. I can't see them dealing with, with any combination of Sacco, um I'd, I'd completely or, forgotten about Gale. And of course, before the game, everyone yeah. was talking about Gale and Liverpool. <laughs> didn't, even, even didn't even need him in the end. It's fantastic. Well, they were talking about it. was really odd on Liverpool TV. They were talking about what a brilliant player Gale was and how they've never been able to deal with him. It's like, didn't even need him. Yeah. I didn't even no. know he was injured, to be honest. But I guess you'd rather have him start up front if he is back I'd, and I think, I know I doubt any combination of, of him plus the players he started on uh, yesterday, basically. Because mm. I just think... I just don't think they'll be able to cope with that pace, and, and I think yeah, I do you know get two nil up and then bring Wickham on to sort of give it slow it down and bring mm. another option. But the one thing it'd there, be nice to get a very good comprehensive victory at home, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. We but they're, they're two they two centre backs are slow, but they're, they're proper old fashioned centre backs, and Wickham might be easier for them to deal with than because he's not going to be fully fit, mm. so he might be a slightly easier option for them than the mobility of the whoever's yeah. the front four. Mm. So. Yeah, I mean, we also got to be very careful because... Um, so we'll lose 1-0. We we <laughs> because, you know, this is the sort of game that, that now, after our good results against Man United and Liverpool, that we, and we've been saying before, we are beating the teams we should be beating this season. That, that On paper, this should be a routine victory for Palace. But we all know that no game in the Premier League is easy. No, Sunderland no, no. still have some very, very good players. Of course they do, yeah. And, if they, have and they are fighting for their life as yeah, well. Exactly, and, and, yeah, and, which and, is a dangerous and, kind of and, recipe. Yeah, and also, I think you should bear in mind when we talk about bogeys, Allardyce will be telling them all about our home record. Yeah. Because mm. that must play on our players' minds a little tiny bit as well, mm. because our record isn't isn't good enough. I know we beat West Brom, but mm. and we've yeah we've been playing good teams at such. Should have beaten United, really. We should have done, but we need to. We need to. That home record needs to improve, and we're playing two teams now who will probably be in the bottom three by the time we get to them. Mm. But, yeah, so you would expect to beat them at Sellers Park and you know there won't be that many Sunderland fans on the month which is good on a Monday night it's, I mean it's shocking that Sunderland well, it's to come to Sellers Park well, and then we have to go to them on a Tuesday Yeah, both games I mean that is insane yeah. Yeah. Stupid. very unfair on all but the fans it's, it's one of those home oh, what games. surprise yeah. Yeah. yeah but it is one of those games where you actually look forward to it in a proper I mean you, you, you know Man City Man United is brilliant but you, yeah. you, you, you're still at that sort of level where you think anything's a bonus but yeah. the next two home games you go into thinking oh, yeah. we, should, we should be able to win these I mean, and, and if we do yeah we'll look very encouraging it will look very very encouraging yeah, yeah it'll be possibly our best start to a season certainly well, in so top flight yeah um, yeah if we can I mean if we can come out of this with 25 points the next two I mean that would be that's insane isn't it yeah. uh, two games that would be amazing uh, yeah it would be great wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> that would be the one on this day in yeah. the year's time on this day remember the day we got 25 points <laughs> in two, two games, games. Yeah. amazing we one. really turned a corner yeah, after yeah. that one <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it would. I mean, even, no, it would. Yeah, to get six points on the next yeah, two games, it would yeah. be fantastic. Which is on to twenty five, and also very on Palace as well. Very on. Well, it would be. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the whole start of the season has almost been very. No, to, to have 25, 25 points after the next two games will be after like. But even if I mean, so we are, we've we've had. If you look at, oddly enough, looking our recent running, we've had some tricky games against tougher, and we're on a run where technically. Because after that we've got Everton, Stoke, Southampton. We've played all top six. Swan, yeah, mm. all gone. I think we've, we've got games coming up that you would think are winnable. Mm. So yeah, also, even if you know, even if we don't, even if we we, we get a point in next games or whatever, two points. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Even if we're on twenty-one points after next few games, oh, yes, it's still not. It's still a great no, start to yeah, season, it is. isn't it? Great start but, season. but as James said earlier. All to do with looking at the bottom three and getting. It is. It's all yeah. about that. Because Sunderland are a team that we need to finish above, and if we get, because mm. we would be what mm. seventeen points ahead of them. Whatever. Yeah. Mm. I mean, mm. that's a lot. 
Yeah, if, we, if basically if we beat Sunderland and Newcastle, then you can't imagine them getting more points than us for the rest yeah. of the season. Yeah, yeah. And would you? Um, we talked about the forward, the forward line. Would you? The rest of the team. We stick with that. Stick with Hennessy. Back four. Wardy possibly a fit in, but otherwise it's all it's all fairly picks itself, doesn't it? it pretty much yeah. picks itself. I think Ward, Ward, we 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 know what his third back four is. Yeah. Unfortunately for Kelly, as long as Suarez got his head glued back together after that fairly horrible. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. Hit the hoardings. Yeah, he did. Yeah. There's an issue with hoardings. because players and coaches apparently hate because they're rock solid. Those the electronic ones. Yeah. Well, the old ones you could have sort of gone gone through them or whatever. Well, they have them because they're for TV, aren't they? Yeah. But the old paper ones you could have not paper, but cardboard. Yeah. You could have gone through. Yeah. But the back four, he'll start. It depends on whether Gale's fit. If Gale's not fit, I think he'll start with the same. Yeah. But also, last couple of games, United at home, Liverpool away. Uh, that midfield three are starting to really gel. Punch, Kabay and MacArthur. Yeah. Second game in a row that, that Kabay and Punch have just switched a few times and Punch has come deeper. Come back. And as a trio, it's actually really starting to gel, isn't it? There was a moment yesterday, I can't remember, I think it led to a punch and shot, but there was a little interchange between Kabay and Punch and it was really good. Mm. It was a really good angle that mm. Punch had made for the ball from Kabay. So. Well, we spoke about Punch starting the season relatively slowly, and he, he has, um, but he now looks like he's starting to sort of show a bit more form again and, and he's so important to us so yeah. you know if he can continue that then we'll start picking up more points going, yeah. going over the next sort of you know four, five, six games well let's hope we do good um, that is the end of this week's podcast chaps thanks for being here uh, welcome well, back you. Andy thank you for inviting me and James yeah, it's been fun and uh, listeners thank you very much for listening no pod next week because the international break so we'll be back in two weeks after Sunderland so enjoy your week off from Palace and uh, go and watch a non-league game uh, that's what I would say. It's rubbish. Um, go and support your local team. But anyway, You're not that much better than me. <laughs> a bunch of painters playing football badly. Go and support your local team. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Sports Social Podcast Network.